Money Show. Small business. The small business focus brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Pavlo Fatidis has got a trick up his sleeve this evening, and it's all about growing your business through barter. One of the most common issues that is raised by you with us is I can't find finance. And uh, we've gone through the issues of how to raise capital, borrowing from friends and family until they no longer talk to you, and uh, bootstrapping. So you take every bit of credit available to you, and you make sure you before you leave your formal occupation that you've got the credit lines that uh, would make Imelda Marcos envious um, and you then have got um, the biggest possible credit card limit, the biggest possible access in your home loan, provided, of course, you know your business is going to grow and be brilliant. But what happens if you don't have access to all of these things? But you've got a great product or service yourself, but you need help in your business to do things. So you are a, what could you be? Could you be a, an accountant? Very much so. Um, and you need some help to market your business. So you go to a marketer. You say, you market my business. I'll do your books for X amount of time. That's a barter, right, Pablo Fatidis? Absolutely, it's a barter. And you know why it's especially useful? Because at the moment, the economy is flattish. Yeah. It doesn't feel that it's moving. And we've spoken about this. It's an ongoing theme. So theoretically, I've got a bit of spare time on my hands that I'm not utilizing. If I'm working at 90% capacity... I've got 10% of my time I could barter. Absolutely right. Mm. And if you've got an organization and you've trained your staff and they're sitting idle, you can still create value by bartering the services of your business or the goods that your business produces with an equivalent service provider that will add value to you at some point in time. Now, uh, in the real world, because it sounds terribly nice and romantic, and there's somebody who's prepared to swap beer for jokes and things like that, but that's not building a business. <laughs> we admire, uh, we admire the chutzpah, but it's it's not where we're going this evening. Um, we we look at building businesses. Are there real world examples like um, Leon, uh, for example, this evening says I'm looking to swap phototherapy services, advice, uh, uh, or training for sales, marketing, and website services. It's precisely that sort of thing we're looking for. Do people make that sort of trade-off work? They do. So let's talk about a couple of real examples. Like people you've worked with? Yeah, people I've worked with. So, for example, there's a wine business. The wine business is a digitized wine business. They sell wine online. The people who run the business are real oneologists. Right, wine oaks. Yeah, people who really get wine. But really, you knew that word, Bruce. I did. I'm impressed. I like wine. Yeah, there we go. But I'm not an oenologist. <laughs> so they're genuine oenologists. Just, just a wine-o. And, <laughs> and the, the knowledge that they've got about the different wines, the different wineries, the wine process, which wine goes with which food, is vast. And recently they've established an online wine selling capability and they have no resources, financial resources, to actually market the brand, to make it aware to consumers who would typically go on site and buy wine. So the opportunity over there was they identified three restaurants, three restaurants that have really unusual menus, three restaurants that buy wine in any event, and three restaurants that rely on wine being sold at the meal to make good margin. Yep. They've gone into the restaurants and they're offering to train the staff in which wine goes with which meal, They're offering to refresh the wine selection on a fortnightly basis, using all their wine knowledge to the benefit of the restaurateur. And in exchange for that, the restaurateur will, with every bottle of wine served, put around the throat of the bottle a little card advertising their company to buy wine direct through the Internet. Clever. 
Now, that is a really smart match. You're taking knowledge, you're taking capability, you're adding value to the other barter party who gets the benefit of a refreshed, exciting menu match to wine. Uh, it's also nice because when your customers are in that environment, generally they're in a more relaxed state. They're in a buying frame of mind. And if they're enjoying the experience and the glass of wine adds to the experience, they go, oh, that's a nice bottle of wine. I wonder where I can, oh, I can get it there. Absolutely so, right. And take the tag with them. And tomorrow morning or um, that evening, they get home, click, click and place the order. Absolutely right. And they don't compete with the restaurant at all because the individual who's going to be buying a couple of bottles of wine for home is going to drink the wine at home in any event. Yeah. When they go to the restaurant, they'll order the wine at the restaurant. That's very clever. Um, from Henley on Clip this evening, a man who's previously tried to kill me, uh, Sean Freeman. <laughs> How are you doing, Sean? Good evening, Bruce. Good evening, Pablo. Um, owner of Living Seeds, um, you are the guy who grows the hottest chili in the world and tried to feed it to me once, right? That's correct. There's a new hotter <laughs> one now. I'll come past uh, as soon as it's ready. How is it possible to have a hotter one than Hades? Because that's how hot <laughs> the last one was. What's this one yeah. called? Uh, we've got a new one now called the Carolina Reaper. Um, it's got a horrendous name. Um, we've got a couple of strains of it, and apparently it is absolutely nuclear. Apparently. Apparently, yes. <laughs> he so hasn't you, tested you, it. You can't verify it. <laughs> no, not opinion. yet. <laughs> uh, um, Sean, give me an idea of how you have used barter to help you grow your business. A couple of ways. Um, our business started um, almost by default because um, I would actually barter seeds with other people that had seed. We never sold the seed. Um, I didn't think that people would want to buy um, heirloom vegetable seeds. It was just a case of, I've got this, what have you got? Let's, let's trade it. Um, and eventually what happened was a guy in Cape Town called Steve Fenter, um, he wanted some of my seeds. So I said, no, I'll just give it to you. So he said, no, I'll barter you a website. So he actually gave me our website, Living Seeds. Um, and that was the start of our business. So I gave him seeds. He was the enabler by giving me the actual uh, physical domain name and hosting space, etc. So the, that itself kicked off Living Seeds. Then um, we now have a number of people that we actually still continue to work with. We've got a guy down in the Western Cape. He writes copy for us. He researches varieties. He writes copy. If he wants something, he sends me an email. Sean, send me these seeds. I send him the seed free of charge. Um, we have a couple of other people as well that um, they've been major sponsors of new varieties to us. And it's a case of they have basically an open door into my shop. Whatever they want, we send it to them free of charge. But you've, got, um, you've also got an idea, though, what the market will pay for a packet of seeds. So if a packet of heirloom uh, Carolina Reaper um, costs 50 bucks, you know that that one packet of seeds is worth 50 bucks or 100 bucks, whatever it is. And you can then put a value to your product and you can then trade for an equivalent value with somebody who's offering you a service in return. Uh, or is absolutely. it not that technical? Yeah. Absolutely. One other story that um, we actually have, I have fed my family um, pork, lamb, beef and chicken for the last 10 years and it hasn't cost me a cent. <laughs> um, and, and what actually happened was about 14 years ago, we were skinned broke. Um, and I took, I took some of my salary and I bought 40 little baby chicks um, from a, a chicken breeder in, in, in the mid, um, in Midrand. I got home with these birds. My wife gave me an earful, said, how are we going to afford to feed these birds? Um, because we just couldn't afford to do it. But basically what happened was we grew those birds up, sold the birds off at the auction, used that money to buy our first two sheep. Um, and those first two sheep multiplied, um, and we ate a couple, and 
we actually bought six of those sheep for our first cow because we couldn't afford to buy a cow. Um, we now have five cows on our on our farm. We eat beef on a well. <laughs> our beef is free of charge. It's grass fed, organically raised beef, um, and that's basically how we bartered our way up to cattle because we couldn't afford to buy them. Uh, I would warn your animals not to go anywhere near you, Sean Freeman. <laughs> but what type of the stories? Thank you so much for sharing this evening. The owner of Living Seeds and how bartering has worked for him. Um, he has an awkward question. Do How does one account for bartering? Because at some point, a man's going to arrive with a clipboard and say, hold on a second, you're engaging in a financial transaction, even though no money is changing hands. Absolutely right. So in the same way that you would in a normal transaction... In effect, what you should be doing is issuing an invoice for the services or the goods delivered and receiving an invoice for the services or goods delivered. That way, the VAT value is actually, it's a null transaction in VAT, but you need to be recording the VAT. Mm-hmm. So it's a VAT input and a VAT output on either side, and they equate with each other. Uh, Leon and Pinelands, what have you got to offer us this evening, Leon? <laughs> uh, hi, um, I am offering... Uh, my services, I am for most part a freelance photographer and image maker, um, but I'm really bad at marketing myself. Um, so exactly what the previous guy said, um, anything in the line of um, web services or somebody to help me market and get, get myself up there in a more efficient kind of way is, is what I'm looking for. So what, um, what exactly pay, pay are you, services. what are you putting on the table here, Leon? What are you offering <laughs> us? What, 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 what and can, what's the value of it? Yes. Um, <laughs> it's um, it's it's hard to say because it's uh, it's um, it's like how much does a website cost? And it's, it's no, but what what, what value are you offering us this evening, Don? So you you can offer your photography services. So you'll do a shoot yeah. uh, for of a family, and these things can cost five thousand rand to get a family together for an hour. Um, you'll print the photographs. You'll give some prints uh, with with the process. Um, is it worth five thousand rand? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, okay. And it, it, it depends on how elaborate uh, the person that I'm doing the bargain with is, wants to go because uh, I offer quite a wide range of different services. Okay. So, Leon, you want somebody who can build a website for you, offer you some marketing guidance, and if they prepare to trade that marketing expertise in return for a photo shoot, then you want to do business with them. Thank you, Leon and Pineland. So if you're in the marketing space and you can offer Leon some services, give us a call and we'll see if we can connect you and see if we can do our first ever money show barter deal. And that's exactly the way to go. In fact, another real-life story, photographer, professional photographer, needed a studio. So, Bruce, he created one in his own property, a small studio, sufficient in order to do – he does product shoots. So these were particular products. He needed the light to be in a certain way. He needed a certain size, a certain setting. The construction uh, individual, the builder who came on board, built it for him, didn't charge him. And what the photographer now does is takes photographs of all the buildings that the builder builds and creates the portfolio for the builder to actually sell by way of demonstration. And that's been a fantastic trade between the two of them. It's really worked effectively. The photographer in that process has learned to actually start shooting physical assets and has broadened his services to move beyond the product and he sells services now to estate agents. But that's really nice. So he's actually grown his business through being more innovative in the way in which he does his business. Absolutely. It was a very, very creative process. John in Craig Hall Park, are you an online marketer? Can you help Leon in Cape Town? Yes and no. I uh, will certainly be able to provide some uh, pointing in the right direction. My daughter happens to work in a company 
that it does exactly that kind of direct marketing come uh, website uh, stuff. The reason I happen to know that is that she's desperately trying to get my research business onto Twitter and uh, Tumblr and places where I think it's not appropriate. But she is probably <laughs> exactly the right type of person to uh, to work with Leon. Well, that's wonderful. John, if we can connect uh, your daughter and Leon and let's see whether or not we can get a barter arrangement done. Just like that. On the money show. <laughs> Uh, Dilla in Houghton, you've got a question for us. Yes, hi Bruce, hi Pablo. Um, quick question. Um, what an awesome idea, and as awesome as it is that guys are calling in um, and, and getting put together. Three more people have um, phoned, by the way, Adila, to help Leon out. So he, he's, oh, he's going to be able to amp up his demand. He's going to be able to barter and trade. It's going to be awesome. But sorry, yes. Brilliant. No, no. My, my question is okay, so I don't need anything right now, and I don't want to have to call you and Pablo every time I, I need to barter. Is there a platform, some sort of gum tree for bartering that exists? And if not, then my app-making senses are tingling. Um, app-making senses are tingling. And you may very well be on the brink of a great opportunity here, Adela, because I'm not aware of a bartering app or a bartering resource in South Africa. Not in South Africa, but in the States, it's well established. You have these platforms. You go and you can log and register what it is that you wish to barter. You can say what you're searching for in exchange. And they facilitate transactions between individuals and match individuals. It's much like a dating site in, in many ways. <laughs> a dating site where you get to keep your clothes on. <laughs> yeah, this time you do. Yeah, this time. <laughs> depending on the service, of course, that you're exchanging. Depending on the service you're bartering, of course. Probably getting naughty. But it would be a very, very good idea. And I think that it's so valid for especially the emerging economy environment, because the fact of the matter is that it's still incredibly hard to raise funding in South Africa. And I'll give you an example. One of the entrepreneurs I worked with was very active in the gym environment. They were building gyms. And the cost of glazing glass, yeah. glassware studios, which you need in gyms, is hellishly expensive. It's got to be, I suppose, particular thicknesses for safety and for soundproofing, exactly. for the doof-doof music. And glass and, is yeah. expensive. Glass is expensive as an option. Mm. You've got the aluminium frames, you've got the glass, it's expensive. And what this particular person went and did is they went and selected a fairly large glazer, a well-established company with a lot of staff. And the barter trade with gym contracts for the, mem for the glazer's staff. So the glazer was seen to be providing something of value to his staff. Yeah. The gyms got the glazing put in and installed, and that way they brought down the cost of scaling up the gyms that they established within the inner city of Johannesburg. It was a fantastic transaction. Everyone benefited, and it was a very effective way to actually fund the development of that footprint. Take your calls on 011-883-0702-021-446-0567. There have got to be some very clear rules to bartering. How much time do you need, Pablo, to get us through some rules? I need... How much time do we have? You, you, you've got... You can have three minutes. Will that be enough? Yeah, I need two. Okay, because Boosie, I want to talk to Boosie this evening. Hello, Boosie. Give me Boosie. Give me Boosie. Give me Boosie, producers. Hand me Boosie. Hand over. Barter! <laughs> you have to barter for Bussy. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. I mean, they're, they're so possessive of the producers. Um, I'd like Bussy. There's Bussy. There she is. Hello. Uh, Bussy, what, what have you got on offer for us this evening? Hi. I've got health and safety, consulting, and training. Okay. So you are an expert in health and safety, consulting, and training. What do you, yes. what do you need in return, Bussy? I need a seminar venue, a seminar venue of about 60 people. 
Okay, so you would be prepared for an equivalent value of hiring a seminar venue uh, once off or on a regular basis? On a regular basis. On a regular basis, and you would in return give health and safety consulting and training if anybody yeah, who has yes, a seminar yes. venue for Busi in Pretoria. So I'm assuming it's got to be in the broader Tswana area. That's where you would like it, Busi? Yes, in the Tswana area. Also in Jobek. Uh, okay. If it's Jobek or Pretoria, it's okay. There we go. Okay. Bus- Bus- so this is this is mind. very well matched to a seminar venue because yeah. if the seminar venue is inculcated into, let's say, a hotel where food is served, yeah. there's food and safety regulations, yeah. safety and health is an important feature over there, there are public liability issues in relation to hos- the hospitality, hospitality trade, and that would be a very, very effective quid pro quo. Okay, so Bruce, And on top of it, sorry, Bruce, yes. on top of it, at the seminar venue, when Bussi is speaking on her subject, she's taking people into the facility to experience the facility and see the value in the facility. So, Bussi, you must trade smartly over here. There's some nice opportunities. Okay, there we go. Let's see. If you are a facility which would like the services of Bussi with health and safety consulting and training, she will bring people into your venue. They will see your venue as well. Give us a call very quickly. 011-883-0702. Rules of engagement when it comes to something like this, Pablo. If it's like online dating... There are rules. There are rules. The first rule is only if you have excess capacity. Otherwise, stick to your business. Sell what you can sell. If you have excess capacity, find a way to use that excess capacity. And the best way to do it is to start thinking with a bartering mindset. Only barter for stuff that you will use. Yeah. Because this notion of I will barter this with you and one day of a day when I need the return service, I'm going to use it. Well, it's fine if you're going to wait for three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten weeks. But anything beyond that starts creating all sorts of problems in the accounting. You get a process. long-term liability, and it begins to bug you. And now you've got an out. It's, it's like air miles and airlines with these blooming things that um, nobody can realise. But the liability sits on the books of the airline. Completely yeah. right. Third thing: exchange value for value. You must cost exactly the question you asked in the beginning. What is the value of that service? Is it five thousand rand? Is it ten thousand rand? Exchange value for value. And then the final thing is record the exchange so you know where you are setting off against each other. Absolutely. And, and give it a value. Give it a, give it a value and, and so that everybody's happy with the deal. Poor in Pretoria, do you own a seminar venue? Yes, I do. Very but good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you prepared to offer? What are you prepared to offer, Boosie? Okay, so two things. Um, I'm prepared to offer Boosie a venue. Um, let's on a trial basis at least for one month to okay. see the value of what she can bring in and how we can really work with her. I'm uh, owner of Mbogoto Country Lodge and Spa in Pretoria East and Fantastic. thinking to do some work. Wonderful. And I'm also um, also looking for a PR agent or a PR services to really barter to get our name out there. Mbo, you're a superstar. Thank you. So Mbo's wanting to barter with Boosie to bring clients in and give Boosie um, the space she needs for, for, her, uh, for her services. Now, Mbo needs help on uh, getting some PR done. We're running out of time this evening, but if we do get, if you are in that PR space and you see an opportunity to help Mpo in return for uh, utilizing her facility, whose name she dropped very elegantly, um, then give, uh, drop me an email and we'll put you in touch with Mpo. I think that was a successful evening, Mr. I think very. And Um, the Bart economy is as old as the hills. There we go. What's the other one? No, let's talk about that all fair. Uh, (laughs) Pablo Vettini is from Auric Business Incubator.